0: The Tangentic Podcast is aimed at a mature audience. It contains themes that are not appropriate for all listeners. It's important to note that we are not experts. We routinely have no idea what we're talking about and are just three idiots sitting around a table. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Welcome to Tangenic Podcast. I'm Seth, and as always, with me are Swoosh and Jondo.
2: Hi. Hello.
1: And first up, because we usually get the really bad news stuff out of the way first, there's been some more layoffs. Although, they are probably the most understandable layoffs and kind of cordial result that I've seen in a while. That's a first. So, Digital Extremes laid off a bunch of people from their studio. Uh, Digital Extremes is most well known these days for having made Warframe, and they've teased their next project as Cellframe. They have recently decided they no longer want to be part of the publishing business, so they have decided to shutter their publishing arm. So
0: basically, they found we have found the one thing that we know will make us money forever. We're staying with this,
1: yeah, pretty much. Hmm. And being a publisher comes with whole piles of risk, you got to front up all the money, the product yeah. may not end up panning out, you know. And I think they've just realized that they're making more than enough with what they have, and no need to rock the boat.
2: What, no, have, that's fair. what have they published? I'm trying to think of the um, games have done the big
1: one. I can't remember what they all were but the big one they did that was recent was Wavefinder which was an MMO light that had an absolutely disastrous
0: launch. <laughs> yeah.
1: Because that was a, which,
0: a Switch one I think as well. They uh, no it was on PC. Oh it was too? Okay. Go yeah. I, um, I remember I had it on Switch and it was fun but I found out it by accident. Yeah.
1: Uh, so... I get the feeling that maybe some of this decision was based off of Wayfinder not doing very well. Yeah. But unlike most big companies, when they when they bog off a company, they didn't keep the IP. They gave uh, Wayfinder back to the original <laughs> developer, so the de- original developer can keep working on and supporting the game. That's
2: really Which is awesome.
0: A really nice thing. Like we don't see that normally. We're nah. too jaded by EA. Yeah. Who's <laughs> was like, "No, we're taking this. This is It's Like we're never going to use it again. We're going to lock it away in a vault somewhere." But it's mm. ours. It's just me.
2: Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. That should be the way it is. Like, the publisher yeah. should just help publish the game, not yeah. keep the fucking IPs.
1: So. Unfortunately, it's sort of the
2: guarantee
1: of the. It, you know, it's the loan. Yeah. Mm. We own your IP,
0: so long as we're banking rolling you. Yeah. Which is. I, I get to a point, but at the same time, there's no option to buy back your IP in most cases. It's like, well, oh, it, we've made back the amount of the loan. Can we have the IP back like, No, it's ours forever. Fuck you.
1: Yeah. Like I mean, I'd love to see a more companies be like, you know, you give us, you know, two hundred thousand dollars and we'll uh, make you some game. And for the time that we haven't paid you back the two hundred thousand dollars, you own it. Yeah. But once we pay it back we get the IP back. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you work out like an interest amount, you know, do they want to make 10% yeah. on top or whatever the fuck it is. And just leave it at that. It's like, all right, cool. We've made back the money. That means we get the IP back. If you want to publish this again, awesome. You can give us more money and we'll do the same thing again. Hmm. But it shouldn't be a matter of, no, it's ours forever. Like, no, it's,
2: yeah, it should also be uh, taking, There should also be a big thing of, uh, okay, you're a publisher. You just publish the game. You don't have any yeah. say in how this fucking game is made and what goes into it.
0: Absolutely. It should not be a matter of, oh, we're publishing this, therefore we get to dictate what goes in. Like, I, we will listen to you, but we're not going to, like, do shit for it. Mm. Like, fuck you.
1: We're Unfortunately,
0: they are the money men and they get to dictate stuff like yeah. that. They that's, do. It's hey, up a lot of
2: microtransactions and bullshit.
0: It's handing up a lot of, like, really badly handled games. Yeah, I, I think, think that's why
2: you
1: finding so many, uh, Like, people praise places like Devolver Digital, which stay the fuck out of the way of the indies they publish. Yeah. They just help get them to market, you know, like a publisher should.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, at some point, publishers got in their heads that they are management of the entire project. Like, no, your goal is to get this to being a product, and that's about it. It's Stop playing with everything else. You're not qualified to touch other places
1: really the, the only two things that I can... that and one of them kind of light but really the only two things that publishers should really get to decide is how much money they give yeah, and a deadline pretty much yeah. there is a point where you haven't delivered that a publisher should be able to go no, 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 no fuck you we've got so to put you, it out
0: yeah you should have that in a contract along the lines of like, look, you said you'd have it by this date we've given you an extension of this of this time frame for extra X amount of interest and work from that. But they're a bit too hands on, or they're, they're micromanaging everything within a, a games company. It's like the games company doesn't belong to you in these cases. You are essentially hiring out. Like, Let them cook, let them do their shit, and make a good game. If you sit there and fuck with it, these people are going to get angry, they're going to be disenfranchised with their own product, and you're going to get an inferior product from it. Mm. But like, we've all experienced that shit in, in any industry.
2: Oh. I can understand why the publishers want to have so much say because they're outlying cash and they're uncertain mm, yeah. that there will be a return. So 100%. it is un- understandable, but they also almost micromanage too fucking much like They yeah. stick their nose way too far into the fucking process.
0: Yeah, It's the problem when they start interfering with parts of the process they aren't qualified to be in. If I'm investing in a butcher... As a random person i took i no, you're cutting meat wrong i'm a bad investor like i shouldn't be doing that i don't have the years of experience in that industry i should be leaving that to the people i'm paying money to to make the product i want Mm. like it's a very simple transaction but a lot of the uh people who are in production houses and that kind of stuff tend to be uh business majors And one of the things that a lot of business majors are taught is you are correct, everyone else is wrong. It's a defining feature. and It's why they always say, oh, they're so confident. It's like, yeah, it's fake. They're just pushing it until they get what they want, even if what they want is wrong. But don't worry, if it's wrong, it's not your fault, it's the other person's. Mm. That's the current mentality they have, and it's not great.
2: It it also feels like they uh, get marketing to design most of the game before the game designers get to look at it.
0: Oh yeah, marketing <laughs> should not even be anywhere near shit no. until it's like ninety percent done. Like, yeah, and they I'm they sick of seeing only get demos screenshots. Of the test. That's
2: all they're allowed to get.
0: Yeah, that's it. Nothing else. Like they get. Like, basically, you have like the, the the story writers going. Here's a blurb. Uh, go from there. You're working on story for it.
2: You don't get anything else. Just the story. Though the last trailer season, like everything. I was glad there weren't many of the uh, the squad based banter that obviously Ugh. doesn't fucking happen in reality. Like, Hell Divers was the only game that actually had it this year, because they did it yeah. so much with The Division and Destiny previously. It's like, god fucking damn. Just... No gamer ever talks like that. Do you remember the Anthem one? Like, oh. yeah. I loved
0: the dubs that came from that. The dubs were so much better because it was just actual games going, oh, I got was fucking yellows again. I don't want to fucking <laughs> Why do I get a purple?
2: <laughs> we're in a game and I can't oh. equip anything. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Honestly, like, if you wanted to do that kind of marketing, then you go to like, get some streamers or someone or people who do competitive shit. And give it to them. The at p- least then it's going to be more smooth and more realistic.
1: Well, you'll also find, though, that, that a lot of those guys don't talk. Yeah. Yeah. They know what they have to do as part of their team, and they just do
2: it. Yeah. Like, well, thing just... Playing a game like that, you're not just... Like, you're not talking for talking sake. Like, at most, you might call out a direction, and then that's it. It's just yeah. silence while you do what you're doing. Everyone just lays on well, the damage. Well, like any time...
0: <laughs> Anytime we've been playing the. um, Which one was it? The. Deep Rock. Endless Dungeon? Endless Dungeon. Because, like, we're all pretty quiet in that game unless we're calling out directions. Like, we have to go here. This is fucked. Yeah. Oh, enemy coming from here. We only chatter. Yeah, yeah, we only chatter in the lobby between or, like, between levels. Like, that's about it. That's when gamers can actually talk. It's like our version of Commercial Break. (laughs) Like. That's how I swear that's why there are so many loading screens in certain games. Like hey, just calm down, talk to your friends. They're in the same lobby as you. eat
2: some social. water,
0: eat your hot pocket, you know. Keep on. Enjoy loading banner, get, get ready to
2: get ready Doritos crumbs now back into it.
0: Yeah. it's one of those things where streamers, if you watch them, are very much like an overly animated version of themselves. That's why they can only stream for two to three hours at a time. God help you if you can keep it up longer than that.
1: That's Although, like, side note, I feel like half of the people I know who learn how to use chopsticks just used, learned it so they could eat snacks without getting dust on their fingers.
0: The amount of people I've taught that and I still get messages about. Like, um, one of my old housemates messaged me, like, a couple months back. He's like, yeah, no, someone caught me eating takis with these things and freaked out. I've taught more people now. Good. Spread the knowledge. <laughs> the cult yeah. of the chopstick is, is winning.
1: If you don't know, chopsticks eating Cheetos, no Cheeto dust.
0: Yeah. yeah, All great. of my, all my controls are pristine. It's great. No
2: random orange powder in places. <laughs> you also don't get or slapped in the lungs. eye eating chili noodles with a fork. <laughs> ah, yeah. Fuck. You mace yourself God, with chili noodles. <laughs> Using chopsticks. You're, I have actually
0: maced myself with a lot of chili products. Let's be honest. Yeah, definitely. Like, we shouldn't be allowed near sharp or spicy things.
2: But they're shiny I and mean, delicious. Like, <laughs> <laughs> on the other
1: hand, though, like, even though with chopsticks, there's a lot of slurping involved, which leaves a lot of room for, like, random tendrils of yeah. chili noodles to just be like...
0: Yeah. Shaw- yeah, but, like, they're less likely to, like, flick around the fork and just create a tornado of doom. <laughs> oh, no, it's safer to eat them with a fork. It's definitely... <laughs> but, oh, God, they're like, horror. How would we get on to food again? <laughs> <laughs> we are just a food podcast disguising ourselves as a gaming podcast. I swear to fucking god, just thinly veiled under the underneath it. Look,
1: man, fine if we're going to talk about food, hungry Jacks will sell you honey hot sauce in a tub.
0: Ooh, nice.
2: You had me at uh, tub. Right, Where is,
0: it... <laughs> <laughs> is it? The red rooster stuff? Because I would. Yeah, I would yeah, yeah. To... The stuff on the honey hot chicken.
1: Oh, I think it's just Hungry Jacks for a second, my bad. Oh, sorry, no, my bad, My bad. if I did. No, Red Rooster. Um, They'll just sell you the honey hot sauce in a tub. Um, I was there getting something, I can't remember what I was ordering, and it came with sauce. I'm like, what do you got? They're listing all the normal sauces, and then they said honey hot sauce. I'm
0: like, yes! (laughs) Yes, give it to me. Poor teenager behind the till. Oh, I got this one. Give me the thing!
2: (laughs) "Ah." Give me your bucket of honey hot sauce, and then just have it on toast in the morning, just mm, (laughs) smear. I... You're it's joking, good, but man. I would do that Like, that's just delicious Yeah,
1: it would actually be really good on toast mm.
2: Oh, wait,
0: that on crumpets Ooh, Because you already put honey on crumpets Put Vegemite on crumpets Alright, let's go Vegemite okay. and cheese Let's yeah, go okay. off the food topic, I'm getting hungry <laughs>
1: <laughs> not- Back to the, uh, what we're gonna pretend we are Yeah So, uh, Sony's decided to shelve half of its live service products Do they shelve the other half? No, probably because they're probably a little too far along to
2: shelf. Damn it! I like, Sony has like must have gotten a little bit of a a whiff of the live service income market. Like from yeah. once they picked up Destiny and they like seen like oh shit! Like there's a constant income of money here for one game. You've done one in six years. Holy shit! Money's still coming in. Let's do more of these, and yeah. then using. Bungie as reference for other developers, like, they were called in to have, well, have a look at that the was, last ha, of That factions. was basically
1: why they bought Bungie. Yeah.
2: Mm. To, that's part of the reason my factions got canned, or from a few of the articles I read, that the, no, the yeah, live service right. just wouldn't work for it properly.
1: Mm, so. But it seems that they've, you know, caught a whiff of what's actually going on and everyone's been abandoning fucking live service titles.
2: Yeah, good.
0: It's essentially the same thing that happened with NFTs for a bit. Remember all the games are coming out Oh, we're going to make an NFT game! And then everything went to shit. It's like, oh, wait, fuck. Yeah. We shouldn't yep. do this thing that angers everyone.
2: But, like, a lot of them say, oh, we're going to do a live service game. We've got to support it for ten years. But then they actually have to support it for ten years to yeah. keep that income yeah. coming, not just release a game and expect income for ten years without doing shit.
0: Well, but, a lot of them expect support to mean we kept the servers up. Yeah, like that's their version. Like, oh, the servers are still running. Like, yeah, but what about patches?
2: What about new content? Yeah.
0: What about DLC of some kind? Yeah. Come on, get something us to
2: keep it interesting. Of why am I going to play this for ten fucking years?
0: Yeah. Even they,
2: then,
1: most people don't play
2: the same game for ten years. Yeah. No. Unless it's a COD player. But even, well, I mean, even they, COD they only play for a year, but then they play the next COD. Yeah. That is
1: true. So, you know, okay, cool, you're going to support it for ten years. I'm not going to be here for
2: ten years. No. Yeah.
1: Like... Hell, like, I'll be. you'll be lucky if I'm still here in six months. Yeah. Pretty much. But like, I, like,
2: I got hooked on The Division 2 pretty fucking hard. Like, I played that for mm. several years, and then they absolutely botched the fucking ending of that, and then they said, oh, no, no, we're going to we're going to do another few seasons of that. We're going to continue service. And by that stage, I was just fucking mm. done with it. At that it.
0: point, it's like, oh, it's, you've botched the ending, why would I stick around? Fuck all of the-
2: it. Yeah. I, like, I, think I can do an hour talk on I've... how fucking bad that ending was. But, just the thing is going on. I can't like, in the <laughs> oh, Yeah. That, that's fucking terrible. I'm not even going to fucking start. Any other Division players out there who played the Division 2, and got to the ending of that, I feel for you. I feel your pain. We can let it die. Hopefully, that'll do T- a better tell you what, Division game. We'll <laughs>
0: leave this up to like whatever people actually listen to this show. If you want to hear John Doe rant about Division 2's ending, let us know <sighs> on the Facebook, and we'll fucking do it. We'll just poke him till he happens. I agree
1: I mean, for that. I'm not going to lie. I'd be kind of keen to hear about it, because like I don't know. I dropped off... Like I played the first Division... And it was like, this is okay, but meh. Yeah. And then I had a, had a bit of a goal of Division 2, and it was like, they did
2: nothing between titles. Well, hang on. I can, I can probably break it down within a couple of minutes. Right, right, let's and do this. With, without right. a, without a, a lot of going into detail, but I'm probably going to end up going into it fucking anyway. The beginning of the Division 1, you go through the little fucking opening thing, you play your little tutorial bit. The very first character you fucking meet, is uh, Faye Lau I believe in the helicopter helicopters in the division are cursed if you're in a helicopter it's going to crash and then it'll be a gunfire yeah. every fucking yeah. time that character like most war games. that character is your mentor He's, she's like the overbearing character He's, we need to go here here's the whole fucking thing that's happened yeah. we need to direct you through the entire fucking thing so she's a character from the first division game and the second division game she's through the whole fucking thing yeah so you get into what you go through the division two. She's still there. She's still mentoring you for the entire fucking thing. You go through the DLC. You find out at the end of the DLC that she's the big bad. Spoilers for anyone who hasn't played it. If you haven't played it by now, you're most likely not fucking going to. So I'm not going to worry about yeah. it. You find at the end of that that she's actually a turncoat and that she's the big bad behind the big bad you've been fighting for the entire fucking game. Yes. So then they start doing the seasons where you get. Uh, Four characters, you have to fight through a little thing, you get to fight one character, they do another three weeks, you get to fight through, and then fight another character until you can get to these bad guys. And that's, you get to the end of it, fine, you can, you find fail out, you can go through and fight. You're thinking, right, I know, I've known this character from literally the first minute of the first Division game. This is like a big fucking thing. Yeah. The two massive games that I've dumped, like, Division 2, I dumped close to 800 hours into the division one was over a thousand hours I fucking sunk myself into these games I loved them you get right through you fight your way through a map that pretty much just they've reskinned a map from one of the first missions like just dumped the same enemies the same fucking thing got to the end of it the fight is just spray and pray there's no new mechanics there's no nothing to it it's just that she gets dumped into it you dump rounds into her you, you're expected right we'll get to the end you, you won't quite get to kill her you'll get a cutscene you get a bit of story a bit of conclusion yeah. mm. you chew through the health bar the helicopter comes in and picks you up It's a, that's it she's just dead she's just dead oh, you go dead. you go back okay. to your base thing and they say oh there's this thing over here it's being hit by generic bad guy number three that's it. Damn it. For I, a character
1: that's built up across two entire games. Yeah. What the fuck?
2: Literally, Not even a death monologue? What the fuck? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Jesus. It, that is That like, is so Like, what the fuck? Like, you've that gone through this whole thing, you're expecting, oh my god, like, I'm at least going to get it told a story. Like, why did she do this? Like, why did she kill the. Mm. the she literally kills the fucking president. Like, yeah. the he manages to survive his fucking plane crash they find him they take him and then she manages to kill him he's like oh my god like there's so many fucking points here like why did she do this come on give me some story yeah. no that it's is a so, move. it's so fucking unsatisfying that it, it made me like uninstall the game like immediately yeah that's fair like yeah I was playing with a really good group of people that I enjoyed talking to and it made me drop the entire thing it was that bad of an experience for me Ooh. Like I still talk to them every now and again, but nothing like I used to. Because god damn, it just.
0: Wasn't there a uh, a Call of Duty that did the exact same kind of thing, but it was only across like one game essentially? Um, where you go through it and your handler at the very end just shoots you in the back of the head when you're trying to oh, get Oh, that out the was like the, the yeah Warfare. Call of Duty two. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mo- Modern, Modern Warfare two too, yeah. ends with the uh, because I remember uh, everyone uh, got really upset about commander. that one as well. Where it's like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Like, there's no way around It's like, yeah, cool, you cleaned up my mess. Thank you, you're dead now. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. But that was supposed to be shocking.
2: But just back to Division 2 for a second. So they ended it there, and then that was it for content. It was gone. Yeah. Until Ubisoft had an investor call where people that were players of the game had bought stocks of Ubisoft just to be in the investor call to ask them, what oh, the fuck oh. are you doing? Why, like, is there going to be yeah, more? We this. need more. of that. It's Still, You've got a massive player base. What the fuck? And by this stage, yeah. they had announced the Division Heartland, which is still fucking in development hell, and mm. a few other Division titles that no one really gave a fuck about. It wasn't until that investor call that they just said, oh, no, we're going to do some more season content, which is just you play three weeks, you fight a bad Mm. guy, you get another three weeks to fight another bad guy, you do that for four weeks till you unlock the last mission, you fight the last bad guy. Mm. Rinse, repeat, you do that Wait, hang
1: on, doesn't this sound like what you just did?
2: Yes. Yeah. Literally. Exactly that. But this, they did that for an entire year of fighting the exact same bad guys and the exact same maps before they said, right, we've got new content coming out. And everyone's like, okay, cool. So, a new DLC? A new something? No. It's just new bad guys on the exact same maps. Mm, Jesus like, guys, they the they did... They added nothing to it of value. What the fuck? So, basically, they were just like, oh, we've been called
0: out in public in front of other investors. We should probably pretend yeah, to care about it." they
2: said, we're going to release new content. And then they didn't. They yeah, just shat the bed. Yeah. Fucking hell. Uh, I've really wanted to get back and play the game because I loved it. I loved how it played. There was nothing else out there like it. And it was a live service game. They were meant to keep doing shit for it. And then... No. So that... That's what burnt me on live service. And... Hmm. It was probably the most unsatisfying moment in my fucking gaming history. And it burnt me fucking hard.
0: That is a hard burn. Like, that is... Someone has got the flame flour out. Like, fuck this person in particular. Yeah. It's like, why would like that level of character doesn't even get a death monologue? Like, come yeah, on, nothing, something, But some. You have a perfect opportunity for lore. Like, ah. but I, even if it boils
1: down to, and there's someone with a tweedly moustache that you didn't yeah, know
2: about. Anything, yeah, like literally any, like. When or I, even better, you find out when your heart—when
0: after you've killed her. Ah, oh, fuck! They were framing me to do this. Like they were like framing her, and I've carried out their dirty
2: work. But like, I'd like, I'd stayed up to because the the content for the next season thing dropped at like fucking two o'clock in the morning in Australia. Yeah, so man. I stayed up so when it ticked over, I could immediately get the download because I wanted to know what was happening. Like, oh my god, this is going to be fucking awesome! Like, gonna you know, be announcing for another DLC or Division Three or whatever. Cool. Hmm. 2 o'clock in the morning, I start playing it, I rip through the content, about 6 o'clock in the fucking morning, I get to the end of it, where she's dead, and the helicopter starts coming in, and then, uh, surely there's okay, I'll, I'll run over to the to the corpse, okay, it's it. nothing, alright, I'll dump a few more rounds into it, oh, another couple of bad guys spawned, awesome, I'll kill them, maybe some more. No, getting the helicopter Help. back to base. 6 no. o'clock in the morning, I... I'm lucky I didn't put a fucking keyboard through a screen. One of the few, like, I'm very hard to anger. That got me angry. I feel like that's one of those,
1: (laughs) like, you're so, like, despondent, you just sort of, like, close the game, turn the computer off, just silently go to
2: bed. Yeah. No, for me, it was, like, close the game, sit back, and look at a black screen, and then uninstall, and walk away from gaming for about a about three weeks, I couldn't even start yep. a game up. It just made me angry. Yeah, no fuck. When that you get very burnt that hard, yeah, it's very hard to get back into for, any For something you level like. dumped time into it and invest, like, I was very much into fucking theory crafting of making builds and doing stuff with it. It's like, oh, fucking, yeah. this is awesome. No. You, you had drunk the Kool-Aid, was, and then... I would very much drunk the Kool-Aid. Uh, but, yeah.
0: I mean, it's kind of like, I mean...
1: Probably not as much, but, you know, it's the same sort of thing that happened with people with Mass Effect. Yeah. yeah. When they got to end of three, and they didn't have an opportunity to reject the Star Chart. Yeah, fucking oath. Mm. It was just like, why? Why do I have to listen to this 11th hour character no one knows yeah. after having sunk three games worth of yeah. time in?
2: Three games like, of cause... choices that have affected all three fucking games, and it boils down uh, to fuck. red, green, blue. At the I same played time...
0: through, like, from the first one through to the third one. Just so I could make the two races be friends again. The um, the AI and the... Tech, uh, what were the, uh, the Geth and the Quarians. Yeah, Geth and the I, I fucking worked for that. And then they took that away. Well, they like, well sort of. They made everyone a Geth. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's, like, it's either the biological machine or somewhere in between. It's like, I don't like any of these options. I'd rather shoot the child.
1: Yeah. Unfortunately, that always rolls in a negative ending.
0: Yeah,
3: but
1: you know at the same time I will give there were so many choices across those three games there was no way everyone was going to be satisfied with the wrap up no, yeah. but wrapping it up with the star child was
2: such a bad idea Yeah,
0: it felt like a Deus Ex Mark and I was like oh yeah and now make a choice Like, no, this doesn't feel fulfilling like yeah. what is this
2: you haven't teased well, I mean, this character well, you haven't shown it like
0: kn- lingering in the background anywhere for the
2: whole thing you've fought your way through three games and now it's Pig Door A, B or C yeah, and no matter what way you pick it, it's a shit ending.
0: The biggest, biggest thing for me was the fact that it came out of left field. There was no lead up to it. It's just suddenly oh, there's a child now. Talk to the despite, child. Despite
1: despite the fact that, like the the supposed setup for that mm. was the fact that Shepard had kept seeing a child all through the game, except yeah. that set up a much better idea for the old, for um, the indoctrination theory. Yeah, yeah. that was such um, a not,
2: better fucking theory. Like. Oh, it it still didn't theory.
1: fit cuz like people would cherry pick pretty hard to make that oh, very work. Much so.
2: But yeah. it still felt better. <laughs> yeah. For even cherry picking that gave you a better fucking resolution to what you actually got.
0: Yeah. Like, and even then when they going back to it to try and fix it, they, it still wasn't good. All they did
1: was extend it so you saw more of the characters and add in the option to shoot the gar- the star child and reject the options. Yeah. The fact the problem is though, the rejection is always a lose. Yeah. yeah. You can't have gotten Galactic readiness high enough that you can beat the Reapers. It always fails if you don't use the conduit. Yeah.
0: Which to me just felt mean.
1: Yeah, it like, felt like if you probably... put if it was like the hardest thing to do and if you put the legwork in across three games and got the exact things you needed,
0: yeah. you could beat the Reapers. And I tried to do that, and at the end, it just felt like no, we're taking away all this progress. Like you've worked hard to get this readiness level up high enough to do the thing, uh, but no, I just like yeah. they were taking away the entire purpose of that game. Like yeah. I've just played through X amount of hours to be told you've wasted your time. Mm. Choose a door.
1: Look, as far as I understand it, the the biggest problem with that ending wasn't necessarily what they did. Uh, not what the, the decisions they were asking you to make it's that mm. the decisions didn't feel like they reflected what you did no yeah because if there was like a lot of work like you were you learnt about synthesis which was mm. the blending one and you had to work hard to get the synthesis ending unlocked yeah because you wanted it that would make it feel yeah. valid it made no mm. difference if you Renegade the... or
2: Paragon it made no difference how you'd done anything
1: yeah, yeah. You just got the three options, yeah. so it was like, this is this doesn't feel like my choices mattered. Yeah. I understand that you were always going to reduce it down to something smaller for the ending, but presentation matters.
2: Yeah. It does, yeah. Though so, uh, November 7th, like, just gone, uh, and, yeah. and 7 Day, they're dropping yeah. more and more hints the... for... Uh, Mass Effect Four th- or whatever the fuck the want
1: second. call it. thirty-four haven't. second trailer.
2: Yeah, and it's just a character, yeah. a character walking towards the screen, walking past the screen, and turning back. There was that coat
1: looks dope. It though. does.
2: Yeah, it it, it, <laughs> it looks fucking pretty, but you don't really see much for it. No, they, they previously yeah. released a poster which looks really fucking cool of the same character, and in the shadow of like that whole coat is a mm. bar scene, which was from a previous Mass Effect game but in the characters that are in that bar scene are characters from the Mass Effect trilogy and Andromeda. Yeah. So like maybe it'll be a fucking blend between them which would be pretty fucking cool.
1: And there's a there is a geth in there which suggests that um, the Quarian geth ending is probably considered canon. Yeah. And it's the it's the Catfish people. There's one of them in the bar shot, yeah. which mm. heavily implies that some blending of Andromeda happened.
0: Yeah, like honestly, I haven't played any Mass Effect since three. It burnt me hard enough. I ignore the franchise.
1: Andromeda wasn't as bad as I think
0: a lot of people say it is. But the glitches were the big thing at the start, where it's like you know T posing faces without actual faces.
2: Andromeda was. That's I didn't great. run into any. Andromeda of that. was great if you take the Mass Effect name off the front and just call it Andromeda. Yeah. yeah. It's a pretty yeah. good, like, generic space game. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it for what it was. If it wasn't trying to be part of the Mass Effect that we all knew and fucking yeah. loved, it wouldn't have been a bad game. Mm.
0: I mean, to be me, honest, had it not been called Mass Effect, I probably would have played it. Like, Yeah. I... No, after
2: 3, I'm like, I think I'm done with this. I don't want to go back to it. If it didn't have the name on it and you'd played it, you would have thought, oh, this feels very Mass Effect. But yeah, that's about as far as you go with it. I I played it. I enjoyed it. I never finished it. Then I modded the guts out of it. And then I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that happens a lot, actually, where a developer will get a game idea and like it's not good enough to stand on its own... Well, they, don't, they don't think it will stand on its own. So, like, we'll just slap it onto a franchise. We'll just slap it on yeah. there and see what happens. Which, Look,
1: I don't think that's what happened with Robert Too much of it was tied to the Mass Effect yeah. franchise for that to have been the case. But it just wasn't as good as the previous well, ones. But then again, yeah. we had three entire games worth of investment, and then this game mm-hmm. had to come in fresh.
2: Yeah. This game as came, came in fresh, thing. but it also got gutted more and more. Like, developers taken off that to work on Anthem. Yeah, yeah and then Anthem fucking died horribly. Yeah. yeah. So, neither game got no, the support that it show. really needed. Like, they yeah, they spread the Vegemite too thin across two games yeah. and both well, suffered for it. But at least Andromeda um, got uh, released Anthem. properly.
0: Yeah. Because like, it's one of those things where it happens in game development where they start using one of the games as a punishment detail. Yeah. Mm. And apparently, Anthem became one of those because it had so many issues. So it's like if you fuck up, you go and work for Anthem, and that just guarantees Anthem's going to be shit. Uh,
2: Was it? Like, they got Shrek. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Except Shrek did well. Oh, like, massively. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's what they're hoping. Like, if you put all the disenfranchised people into this project, we'll get a Shrek out of it. Like, nope. Uh, we just got a we, bunch of angry we, people. You also got Silent Hill from that same
1: mentality as well. True. All the guys from Team Silent were just rejects from around the Konami office.
0: Yeah, but it depends because so, like, they were all probably the rejects who banded together in the office. But when Whereas it works, like, it gosh, fucking we works
2: work. well. But when yeah. it doesn't, you get like just spread out dog shit. I mean, it really, depends
0: on how, it's funct- how hmm. it function how functions because if they band together, it's like no fuck you, we're gonna make a great game th- because you know we're
2: good.
1: I think it's less the the banding together and more that the teams that get usually done like this no one watches what they do yeah. yeah so they get to do anything they want yeah so they can just do the thing and then oh shit the thing was amazing yeah she got the fuck out of the way yeah Checking back to our earlier discussion about indies yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but anthem was in such high profile at the time they had to keep an eye on it and just bear down on them
2: I was really hopeful for anthem it looked fucking oh, awesome oh we all were it, it looked, looked amazing so good
0: the flying was good yeah <laughs> I, yeah, uh, I, I, only uh, bit that <laughs> was the only good, thing. the only thing from the trailer that really made sense. But oh god, it was such a shit show. So uh, speaking of shit shows, do we want to move on to the next thing? Yes.
1: So uh, I'll, I'll freely admit this is kind of a developing story, but earlier this week, Carl Jobs and some ordinary games uploaded at the same time on their own YouTube channels. A uh, quick breakdown on what's been happening with the completionist charity Open Hand Foundation.
0: Because mm, they were working together, weren't they?
1: Yeah, they worked together yeah. on this project. Um, although, you know, Carl Jobs, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get to jam his name in two podcasts in a row. <laughs> Do it! Um, so, apparently. Gerard Run uh, is a CEO of a foundation that was started in honor of his mother that su- that's supposed to collect funds and donate them to Alzheimer's organisations. Yeah. It's also a big part of his Indie Land uh, indie Extreme event thing. that he does every year, a lot of the money goes to this charity for the purpose of dispersal.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah, it turns out it's never gone. None of the money has left the account. Yeah. Ever. It's,
0: it's just been sitting.
1: Just there. sitting there.
0: I mean like there were some people like there was a couple of articles like he's stolen the money he's like no no he no, no. hasn't stolen the money it is the still money. there it is all still there like they have taken some funds out for like um, such as like background operating costs operating costs and that kind of stuff but nothing major there's yeah. still like six hundred thousand dollars in there yeah um, and the way they they were phrased oh we need to find the right benefactor for it we've got to find someone good to give it to like, you've had like ten years mate like yeah. if you can't How find someone by then <laughs> Well, things like They now, kept saying they were working with specific people Like specific yeah. things It's like give it to them Do the thing uh,
1: that's who who people... was, uh, The University of California, San Francisco And the Alzheimer's Association Yeah uh, were Who they said they were working with But they have donated none of the money to them And the thing that's yeah. kind of Like A lot of this stuff was handled by Gerard's family Yeah And There's a like with anyone, when you find something out that kind of sucks about them, you kind of want to hope they didn't know about it. Yeah. Unfortunately, spoken in his own words because Carl got an interview with him, yeah. Gerard admitted finding out in 2021 that the money hadn't gone anywhere and as of 2022 had started to actively trying to sort it out.
0: But he's still spruked on the twenty twenty two stream. No, no, on the twenty twenty three sprint
1: stream. Oh shit! He still spruked the um, the the open the hand charity, despite and knowing full well and apparently actively yeah. trying to get the money <clears throat> given yeah. to a charity. Still
2: spruked it. They, yeah, the charities like, that were like they announced they were working with, like that university and the Alzheimer's yeah, Foundation. The all Alzheimer's. that you'd think yeah. they'd say. Where's where's the money? Like, mm. come on. Yeah. Like, did they ever actually contact those charities to say, hey, look, we want to work with you?
1: Like, <laughs> this is where I say that this story is very in a developing state. Yeah. Gerard, outside of the, the and I'll freely admit it's a snippet in Carl's video and same in uh, Some Ordinary Gamer. Hmm. We don't have the full recording of the whole interview they had with him.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, And we have no statement from Gerard yet.
0: Yeah, he's been radio silent.
1: Yeah.
2: Understandably.
1: So, until we get some more information, preferably directly from Gerard, Mm. we can't really make any final comment on this because the impacted party is not saying anything.
0: I think that's what's making it worse, though, because everyone is waiting for him to come out and just say something. Just tell us what happened. And sure, it takes time to get all your ducks in a row, but you've had years to do this and sort out your response, but you never got around to it. For me, the biggest point is, A, that silence keeps going. He's just he's hoping it'll go away. And the fact that he was more concerned with his reputation at one point. It's like, oh, how will this look when I just give the money now that's been found out? Like, well, why didn't you give the money earlier and just do it? Rip that band-aid oh, I'll off.
1: tell you how it looks. It looks like you did what you should have done.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: you got caught. But... The longer you hold it, the less credit you get because that it feels like you're just holding it I, until some period where you can just take it. But at this But if you go we donated all of it today.
2: Yeah. Yeah. At this point uh, it could have been so much worse. If like oh, suddenly yeah. he's bought a new house, he's driving a new car and I don't know where the money went. It yeah. could have been so much worse. At least the money is still in the account. You can still yes. fix yeah. this. You can just pick a fucking charity and say, hey, I've got an arse out of cash to throw at you. Here's a check. The weird thing was he was saying at one point on that, again,
0: the snippets, we don't have the full thing, but it was he was saying, oh, we contacted someone they said, if you're not giving three figures, or oh, sorry, if you're not giving um, six figures, it's not worth our time. It's like, bullshit. Any money you can give well, goes mean- to it. Okay, cool,
1: you don't want to work with one of these big charities. Dude, there's plenty of research orgs that could use that. Even 20k. Dude, that's like a fifth of most of their yearly operating budget. Yeah.
0: Oh, fuck yeah. Like, it'd be great. Like, any amount... like 600k in anyone's hands would be a shit ton of money. Mm. That at least covers, like, you know, a few doctors to do the research throughout the year and get everything sorted and maintain. Or even just covering a lot of costs for, you know... The systems and everything else they have to pay for, licenses and that kind of stuff. I like, I mean was... I was I was discussing this with my housemate and the the way I,
1: I broke it down was like, Okay, a hundred bucks. Okay, mm. that's a bit too much of a drop in the bucket, it's probably not gonna do that much. I'm not saying don't, but I could see how someone would be like, It's not enough. Yeah. 1000 bucks, Okay, now we're talking about some solid cash. That could get something done.
2: But <laughs> that can get, a a can get you a box of beakers. It get you something. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. We'll get you some shit. Right. Now you're doing a little support, but you're not really getting anything done. $10,000. Okay, now we're talking some serious money. Mm. This is getting a project off the ground. This is like the last bit of money we need to get something started. Might or some they need, like
0: replacements and stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 20,000, which is generally what they were pulling in per year. Mm. Dude, that's a fifth of most of these guys' operating budget yeah. if they're yeah. lucky to be on 100,000 a year.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: So, you know, fuck off. 20,000 doesn't do anything.
0: Yeah. You've got 600,000. Yeah. Mm. Just give it over already. Like, shit will get off the pot. Like, at this point, people are waiting for it to, you know, the family either to run off the money or. You know, for them to actually pay it. Well, it can't run now. <laughs> yeah, I think that was the thing. Like, because like, I feel bad for him because he is the face of that charity, and for a, like a fair while, he did not know this was a, a thing. If we take him by his word, he didn't know. No. But then, when he did find out and he said, "I'm going to do everything I can to fix this," and then nothing happened. Mm. That to me is either your family holds the reins, uh, way above you and you can't do anything, in which case you should have fucking said something. Or he just didn't want to. Didn't try. Yeah. Which Laziness. is not what
1: I want to think about, Gerard, yeah. because he's generally a very good like the persona he puts out and the yeah. presentation he has for himself, he's absolutely like a plus, yeah. nice dude. Absolute beacon of hope within the shit yeah. ball that is quite often the games industry. Well, until this,
0: like, until this happened, he was esteemed in the YouTube community. Like, yeah, people fucking loved him. Created the two guys who did this. Like created the creators who investigate everything. Loved this guy, and they were both like, "We are so shitty that this has happened, but we can't not send this out. We mm. can't sit on this like they have. We mm. have to tell you what's happened." And like, I think one or two of them had actually donated a decent amount of money to those streams
2: like that would suck mm. you, you know the world is pretty fucked up when there's more like investigative journalist journalistic into this than there is mm. in the fucking rest of the like world media <laughs> yeah that's because like, you investigate the government
0: suddenly you go missing yeah well only investigate a cer- YouTube the worst could gonna happen is a flame war <laughs> only certain
2: parts of the government Yes.
1: Do, do we want to get onto something potentially more positive? Yes. Potentially. Right. So, the Game Awards are coming up in, I think it's two weeks. Hmm. So No, two, three weeks. It's something like, it's like start of December. Soonish, yeah. So, we've got the uh, all the categories and all the nominees. So, I figured we'd just do a quick rapid fire rundown of all the categories, who's in them, and what we think. Fair. So, category one is, of course, Game of the Year. Uh, games up for nomination are Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I'm sorry, but I think this is just an easy slam dunk for Baldur's Gate. Oh yeah,
0: straight oh, up. Oh yeah, fuck yes. But, it's like queued like, up. If they, if they don't get it, then there is some higher level corruption in there somewhere. I, I
2: found it pretty funny Like online people were crying out, why is Starfield on there? Because Starfield doesn't have the fucking quality.
1: Oh, oh, you wait till we get the cap- to the category it is in. Oh, is it Worst Game of the Year? <laughs> it's only in one category for the whole thing. Out of 31 potential categories, it's in one.
0: Shallowest puddle.
1: <laughs> uh, next one was Best Game Direction Award for the Outstanding Creative Vision and Innovation in Game Direction and Design. Okay. Alan Wake, Baldur's Gate, Marvel Spider-Man 2, S- Super Mario, Wonder, Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom look man, it depends on which one you like more, Alan Wake or Baldur's Gate Baldur's I'm Gate. sorry, Spider-Man's just more Spider-Man
0: and I, I Mario say, like, is more Mario To me, it comes down to it's either going to be Baldur's Gate or um, Zelda, because that went gangbusters again. It, look, it sold well but I don't think it was that outstanding Oh, that, Actually no, it wasn't much innovation it was much the
2: same as the first one just different settings it, and a few different powers the, yeah, Much, much the same it as the first much. one, but now you can build a car yeah, Yay or, um, with a that was dick. fun though.
1: <laughs> it was pretty fun though.
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's another vote for Baldur's Gate from me. <laughs> yeah, same.
1: I mean, I I haven't played Alan Wake yet. Um, I want to, but Epic Jail. So mm-hmm. I can't really comment on it. But yeah.
0: But like I think Epic jail is Ad- gonna fuck with Alan Wake. No one's gonna be yeah. able to play it and really No,
2: they're able to play it. play it, it's just willingness. Yeah. So best narrative Alan Wake two. Gate 3. <laughs> so uh, there's only five, five, five games that released this year
0: <laughs> i want bother' gate like to win the like, everything even the ones not nominated for just pops in like hi we're taking just, this, this it's a vote. <laughs> and yeah. the
1: other two were for the other games in that category were cyberpunk 27 for phantom liberty hmm. uh final fantasy uh 16 and marvel spider-man 2 look Again, apparently I've heard a lot of good buzz for Alan Wake 2, but I mean, come on, the level of mutability of the story of Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. Like that is just a next level yeah. in storytelling.
0: The direct this entire second storyline in there. Like, like if yeah. you play the the was it the Fallen uh, whatever it was descended. Um, play that, you get an entirely different game. Like Oh, you
1: mean the 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 Dark the Dark Heart?
0: Yeah. That one. It's essentially it's like no dark entire... Urge, That's it, dark, dark Urge. Urge. It's essentially a different game because of like yeah. what you have to deal with. Like there's two games in one. You've got to find but, the secret game. The, the... Um, I mean, players
1: found a, a way to like. There's a section where you you have to pick between two
2: characters. You can only get mm. one of them.
1: A player figured out how to get both, and it didn't break the game.
2: Nice. Like, Baldur's Gate doesn't so much have a story that you can go point A, point B, point C. It's more like a a jar full of worms that got smashed against a wall and uh, find your way through it. Yeah. It is the most
1: pure and wonderful version of a choose your own adventure novel.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It
1: really is. It's like the old Goosebumps books, but made into a yeah. fun game. Uh, next one is Best Art Direction: Alan Wake 2, Hi-Fi Rush, Liza P, Super Mario Wonder, Legend of Zelda.
0: I kind of want Liza P to get that one because that game is fucking beautiful. It's not gonna. Alan Wake's gonna sweep it. I know, but <sighs> Liza P is so nice. <laughs> it is.
1: I like Liza P, but even I'm like, look, man, I've watched trailers. I haven't played yeah. Alan Wake, but I've watched trailers, and I know Alan Wake's gonna sweep that category for art direction.
0: Yeah, I'm just a slot for uh, for Steampunk, so. Yeah, I, I know.
1: Yeah. Uh, best scoring in music Alan Wake 2. Uh, for the. For... Uh, Oh yeah, it says all the composer names. So it's Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Final Fantasy 16, Hi-Fi Rush, and Legend of Zelda. Now, I'm going to say it's going to be Alan Wake 2 because they got Poets of the Fall back to do another banger. Yeah. And Remedy always gets the best out of Poets of the Fall. If you don't know, Poets of the Fall is the actual band who does all of the old Gods of Agskard songs that are in Remedy games. Yeah. And they did another one for Alan Wake... And I'm already sure it's a banger.
0: Because it is every other time. <laughs> but at the same time, when like, if they lose... like if Hi-Fi Rush loses that, I'll feel so bad for them. It's like, you're a rhythm <laughs> game! How'd you fucking miss this, guys? Come on! Yeah.
1: Uh, uh, next up was Best Audio Design. So, sort of more of your atmosphere type stuff. Yeah. Um... Alan Wake 2, the Dead Space remake, Hi-Fi mm. Rush, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4. The Dead
2: Space one was pretty good for so, um, wonder like, should remakes really be in the game of the year? Well, it came out. It, they it did, did change a large
0: amount of that game. Like, there are entire sequences like, that were completely redone.
1: I
2: don't know. There's whole sequences that aren't even from the original game. Like, yeah. a, a full An overhaul like that that changes large aspects of the game... I can understand, but if it's just a 4K yeah. remaster... Oh, no, no, no. Oh, the God, no,
1: Remaster no. of Dead Space, remixed... Well, not remixed, but, you know, a lot of the stuff that was load screens or was implied, uh, like mm. the tram in yeah. original Dead Space, that's just a loading screen. Yeah. In the Dead Space remake, it actually has a track, and you can follow it, and you can see... Where you travel.
0: They also took a lot of the lessons they'd learnt from the other games and brought it in. And yeah. Just, they patched up a lot. They took There's, a very shitty old hovel, like an old hovel like in the background. It's a very nice cottage and they made it into a modern version without changing too much it's very good. Yeah. Still feels like the hovel but you know
1: with electricity.
0: It feels like home. That's the problem. It feels like home. <laughs>
1: so, you know, it, it much like Resident Evil 4, it's a stem to stern, we did shit to this. It's not yeah. just a 4K upscale. I Otherwise, I'd that. be exactly there yeah. with you. 4K yeah, upgates don't get to be no. in a game into this no, thing. No, not at all. Uh, It's probably going to be a fight between Dead Space and Alan Wake.
0: Yeah. I'm assuming Dead Space will probably take that one, I think.
1: Yeah. Uh, Next one's best performance for a voice actor um, or motion captor, uh, which is uh, one of the main characters from Final Fantasy XVI. Uh, Cameron Morgan, the guy who played Cal Castus in Star Wars uh, Jedi Survivor. Uh, Idris Elba for Cyberpunk uh, Phantom Liberty. Uh, The female lead for Alan Wake 2. The guy who played Asterion in Baldur's Gate and uh, the main voice actor for Spider-Man in Spider-Man Marvel ah for the motion capture I was thinking like no no it's voice actor these are all voice actors no one's a
0: a mocap artist yeah I'm surprised the narrator from Baldur's Gate didn't get to mention that she did some awesome stuff I know right but they went with Asterion Like, why he... I hate stare.
2: I kill yeah. him every chance I get.
1: <laughs> I don't much care for him. I, know, I don't know why
2: fine. the entire internet thirsts for him. I know there's a lot of that's shit about consent. Cal Kestis, but I like that game. But I like him as a character, yeah. and yeah. he's a good character. I, think he did I quite like him. really well in that game. So yeah,
0: yeah. I kind of hope get. he gets it. That'd be
1: good. I'm pretty sure it's going to be mostly between um, Jedi Survivor and Cyberpunk because mm. but did a good job. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, next one was innovation in accessibility, which I don't know enough about these games to really have a huge opinion on. Yeah, but you know, it's for all the you know, colorblind features and assistance and all that kind of stuff. Hmm. At which point you've got Diablo Four, Forza Motorsports, High Five Rush, Marvel Spider-Man Two, Mortal Kombat One, and Street Fighter Six. It's uh, probably going to be Street Fighter Six,
0: probably. They they had a pretty big selection of things you could mess with, didn't they? Yeah, like settings like, like, and like that kind of stuff.
1: Uh, but yeah. I could also see it. Like I haven't played it again. Could be Marvel Spider-Man because a lot of those Sony games have been coming with a lot of like mm. colorblind yeah. and assistance yeah. features baked into them. Um, so it could be that. But like, I, do, I don't I don't have a lot of visual I, or dexterity I think it problems, could go so towards Spider-Man.
2: Features. Because recently PlayStation announced that uh, accessibility controller. Yeah. And it'll have features developed specifically for that.
0: So you can pretty much have a
2: button onto anything.
0: I just don't want Diablo to get anything.
2: No. Um, On principle, it'll get something mainly laughed at, but. Yeah.
1: I mean, I mostly just look at it and go, look. Uh, I think back to, uh, what was it, Last of Us 2? They had an entire sub-menu that was just, like, pages of accessibility options. So, I would not be surprised if Spider-Man has a similar thing. But, I don't own a PS5, so I don't know. Fuck, I need to play those games again. Uh, Next up is Games for Impact! Which is all your indie stuff. And I only actually know and have played one of these games. (laughs) Uh, Because there was Space for the Unbound, uh, Chance of Sanaa, Goodbye Volcano High, uh, Tachia. Terranil, and Venba. And I've only played Terranil. (laughs) I have
0: played none of these games. Me neither. (laughs) I thought you were reciting a spell for a second, (laughs) lady. By the space for unbound chance of
2: Sada, (laughs) we fly volcano
0: (laughs) high to (laughs) char. It kind of works, right? Fuck.
2: And you summon an indie dev.
1: (laughs) (laughs) next one was for best ongoing game so you know stuff that's been getting ongoing support so there's Apex Legends Cyberpunk 2077 Final Fantasy 14 Fortnite and Genshin Impact and I'm pretty I sure just Fortnite's want it to be cyber.
0: Sci- I want it to be Cyberpunk, I want, to be Cyberpunk. Um, I want it to be Cyberpunk but I'm pretty sure Fortnite's gonna steal that one Cyberpunk is the only game surprised. in there
2: that like it's only DLC the rest of them are like game as a service continuous yeah, content yeah. games whereas yeah, Cyberpunk yeah. is just here's a DLC I wouldn't yeah. call that continuous gaming. Like you can, I think they're more it.
1: referring to the. I think they're more like all the continual patching and stuff yeah. they did over the time to try and get it up to the point before they hit two point point. And then, an of course, two point and Final Liberty came out this year. Yeah, i hmm. I would expect this one to either be between Fortnite or Final Fantasy fourteen because Final Fantasy fourteen has been eaten well.
0: Yeah, I I haven't played it in a long time, but when I did play it, it was very fun. I will
1: get Mm. that Uh, next one's for best community support at which point it's Baldur's Gate 3 Cyberpunk 2077 Destiny 2 Final Fantasy 14 and No Man's Sky that
0: has to go Cyberpunk
1: it's Cyberpunk or Baldur's Gate because Larian has been like right on there on Twitter trying to keep on top of any question you at them at something you're getting a response Mm. so they've been pretty active
2: how is No Man's Sky still in these fucking awards? Like? <laughs> I know.
1: I have no idea. Uh, next one's best independent game, and this one actually has a controversial entry Gasp! So the uh, games on offer are Cocoon, Dave the yeah. Diver, Dredge, Sea of Stars, and Viewfinder. Dave the Diver isn't an indie.
0: I was going to say, like, that. I'm pretty That's sure. That's published by Nexon. Yeah. Nexon is not indie at all. No. It's a big publisher. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And da- how'd that get in there Dave the Diver is the only one I've actually heard of from that list
1: <laughs> probably like, because Dave the Diver looks
0: and was marketed like an indie yeah. but it isn't one at that point you'd think like next year we'd be like <laughs> guys please take us out of that like Why, I understand and might an award. Yeah. I get that but the amount of backlash for the internet would be fucking hilarious if they win because mm. at no point, because it's like when we found out all of the big breweries bought a bunch of microbreweries, and we're still trying to claim they will craft beer. Mm. For anyone who's not Australian, that caused an actual fight here. Yeah, it did. Yeah,
2: dude. <laughs> <laughs> Fucked up our Great Northern. Great Northern was never really great, though. <laughs> that is true. It was. Great- it was.
0: It was kind of okay, Northern, but it, yeah, it's- Great Northern is just drinkable okay yeah great northern
1: it's is cold northern. and it gets you licking great northern it's is mild forex it really yeah. is <laughs> uh so next category was best debut indie which was cocoon dredge pizza tower Vember, and viewfinder i mean i assume dredge is gonna win because it's dredge the one i've heard of
0: i actually played dredge it was pretty good it's a nice little puttering around game it's very fun mm.
1: Uh, next up was Best Mobile Game.
0: <laughs> so, Diablo 4?
1: Uh, no, Final Fantasy 7 Ever Crisis, Hello Kitty Island Adventure, <laughs> uh, Honkai Star Rail, Monster Hunter Now, and Terra Nil. I keep forgetting Hello Island Kitty Adventure is actually a thing. Not just some fucking internet joke? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Not just a fucking South Park joke? Yeah.
0: Oh, I keep forgetting that one. Fucking Warcraft episode. <laughs> uh,
1: next up was best VR slash AR for mm. Gran Turismo uh, Horizons, Call of the Mountain Humanity, Resident Evil Village VR Mode and Synapse
0: i, I played see, none of them I can see Resident Evil getting that one because horror games and VR kind of do well like. yes
1: they do and Resident Evil Village was a pretty decent game I don't think yeah. it was the best they've done but it was it's good it was still fun yeah uh, best action games next? Armored Core, Fires of the Rubicon, Dead Island mm. 2, Ghost Runner 2, Hi Fi Rush, and Remnant 2. As far as I'm concerned, this is Armored Core's to lose.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Armored Core is easily the be- most standout game in that list.
0: I keep forgetting Dead Island is actually out. I know, right? Best action adventure game Gasp!
1: Alan Wake 2, Marvel Spider Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Jedi Survivor, Legend of Zelda.
0: I kind of want Jedi Survivor to win that one. Yeah. I, I would be expecting Spider-Man. Yeah, I still haven't played the new Spider-Man. I really should get around to it.
2: I, I, I really enjoyed Jedi Survivor. And oh no, hmm. Survivor
1: was really good. I, yeah,
2: yeah, I don't know. To this Spider-Man doesn't like, look but, any more different to the first Spider-Man game with the Miles yeah. Morales DLC. Now you can just hot swap between them. Mm. I, the I, Jedi uh, I am looking forward like, to it to eventually coming games. to PC. That's when I give Wonder. a fuck about it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Next up is best RPG: Baldur's Gate three, Final Fantasy sixteen, Lies of P, Sea of Stars, and Starfield. Yeah, that's gonna be Baldur's the one Gate. Category Starfield Starfield's, should
0: just be disqualified. Like
1: the one category the it's in, and there's no way it
0: wins. Yeah, no yeah. way. In. Fuck. I still maintain Baldur's Gate's gonna sweep
2: every category, including the ones that's not nominated. Like, they don't need a wheelbarrow to walk out of. They're gonna need like a trailer to put those fucking awards yeah. in when they leave. So many.
1: But I mean, like, even, like I haven't played Sea of Stars, but Lysa P is very good. Yeah, And by all accounts, the new Final Fantasy has been amazing. And then, of course, you've got the absolute goat in Baldur's Gate 3. What the fuck
0: is Starfield even in here yeah. for? Like, I'm pretty sure they paid enough that they had to get a mention. It's like, look, we can't leave them out. It's like that weird, annoying kid that smells funny. You have to yeah. invite to your birthday. Like, it's a pity invite. It's a pity nomination.
1: <laughs> That's fair. Uh, next up is Best Fighting Game, God of Rock, Mortal Kombat 1, Nickelodeon, All-Stars, Brawl 2, Pocket Bravery, and Street Fighter 6 I'm going to say, it's probably going
0: to be Street Fighter Six off at the back of Evo alone. It's not nah. or Mortal Kombat, to be honest. Yeah. Like, they, they both have very substantial fan bases.
1: That is fair. Uh, next up is Best Family. Uh, which is Disney Illusion Island, Party Animals, Pikmin 4, Sonic Superstars, and Super Mario Wonder. Oh, part like Super-
0: family game. I thought it just meant yeah. random families. Like, we found oh, no. the Joneses in California. They seem <laughs> lovely. <laughs> no, sorry. Family game, my bad. Okay. Uh, it's probably going to be Super Mario. Although now I'm kind of hoping they just kidnap five random families from around the world. It's like, what about these ones? Do you like them? Yeah. <laughs> One family gets to go home, the other four do not.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The other four become EA slaves. Yeah, EA interns. I'd (laughs) I'd, I'd be happy as fuck if Pikmin won it. Just because, like, I enjoyed Pikmin, but it still feels like an obscure title. I don't know why, but it does.
1: This next category, I'm a bit... I I don't think they had any idea where they wanted to put these games. They just sort of lumped them all into one. Because it's best sim slash strategy game. And it's Advance Wars 1 and 2, Reboot Camp, City Skylines 2, Company of Heroes 3, Fire Emblem, Engage, and Pikmin 4. None of those games feel like they should
2: be in the same category. No. That's that's just like, uh, here's some games and let's just throw a title at them. Honestly, they should just call it MISC. And now, the
0: MISC category.
1: Because, like, uh, Advance Wars and Fire Emblem are both, you know, um, S-Com style games. Yeah. City Skylines an actual sim Company of Heroes is an RTS and Pikmin's whatever the fuck you want to class Pikmin as though Pikmin does belong in one
2: category though, it would be pretty awesome if you could go through and build a city in City Skylines and then you have to defend it
0: that would be fun actually I'd be okay with that but it's that's be a mod not for that no but just no, merge the two games isn't. together
2: <laughs> because
1: the mechanics don't exist no, they don't. it's just a city mod it's a sim game but I want it Uh, Next one is Best Sports Slash Racing Which is Esports EA Sports FC24 F123 Forza Motorsports The Crew Motorfest And Hot Wheels Unleashed 2 Turbocharged God damn it If I don't want people To make it Hot Wheels
0: I mean Hot Wheels is the only thing I care about in that list
1: Let's be honest I would love it That all these companies That have spent billions of dollars getting all these high desk scans of yeah. cars and paying all the manufacturers lose to fucking Hot Wheels.
0: <laughs> <laughs> It'd be crazy. they would make the car go vroom.
1: Great. I'd love it. Uh, next one is best multiplayer, which is Baldur's Gate 3, Diablo, Party Animal, Street Fighter 6, and Mario Wonder. Probably going to be Street Fighter, but I Definitely. have this horrible feeling it's going to be Diablo. Yeah.
2: Baldur's Gate again. <laughs>
1: next up is best adaptation uh, this is actually for TV shows and movies oh, yeah. uh, which is Castlevania Nocturne Gran Turismo Last of Us Super Mario Bros movie and Twisted Metal Last Look, of man, us. This, it's Last of Us is to lose yeah,
0: yeah. not even a fucking question though. that's going to uh, that's going to Baldur's Gate or Last of Us either way
1: next up is most anticipated game and they don't even have my most anticipated games on here uh, which is Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, Hades II, Like a Dragon Infinite, well, Star Wars Outlaws, and Tekken 8.
0: I like mean, Star Wars Outlaw. Yeah, of a... those games, Star Wars Outlaws. <laughs> I mean,
1: we've of, said of it before, those...
0: we'll say it again, that droid flies. <laughs> it does.
1: Of those games that I actually believe will come out and be good... It would actually be Like a Dragon and Hades 2, and I'd lean mm. more on Hades 2, because Hades 2 is just going to be bigger version of Hades. Yeah. yeah. Hades fucking slaps.
0: Hades is fucking great. I love that game.
1: Uh, next one... Look, I don't even understand why this fucking category exists. Best Content Creator of the Year, just ah, for gosh. basically YouTubers and streamers, and it's Iron Mouse, people make games... Uh, Quackity, Spreen, and uh, Sephiroth. I know none and of those names. Okay. Uh. It just People Make Games did a really good documentary breaking down why Roblox
2: is terrible. Oh, yeah. Roblox it. is fucking gaming cancer. But yeah. like that list sounded like you just had a stroke. I know, right? Yeah, it's very strange.
1: It wasn't even summoning a demon like the last I time. I know, you didn't yeah. even
2: get a mini indie dev out of it. Shit. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, instead uh, you got EA running at you with a subpoena.
1: Next one was uh, best esports game, which was Counter Strike Two, Dota Two, League of Legends, PUBG Mobile, and Valorant. Look, man, I, I look Counter Strike is the eternal goat, but it's yeah. probably going to be like League of Legends or something. I don't really care.
0: I, and I hope Counter Strike at least, like my child would be happy.
1: I'm not going to go through the last couple of categories because they're all esports related. Teams, athletes, coaches. I don't know any of that shit. You guys don't know any of that shit. We don't care.
2: See, now they should get rid of all of them and just replace it with one category. Surviving esports. Yeah. (laughs) Or most likely to survive the next year.
1: Alright, so we're going to need to rapid... Well, we're not rapid fire. We've done long episodes before. We have crossed an hour and we're still not done with this episode. We still need what, a new I, book. We got to do book, but I have to tell you this really dumb thing I found before we get to book. Fair. So, JK Rowling. Uh, is oh, she not no. dead yet. This, this is this is fucking mint. Okay. So, Scottish Rail put out a big ad uh, because they're the Scottish Rails the one who runs the rail that the Hogwarts Express runs on. Yeah. She got shitty at them for putting out an ad looking for trans drivers for the train. <laughs> the ad okay. wasn't for trans drivers; it was for train drivers. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, JK, you're bigger than showing. I know. Fucking so hell! I, I, I had to put that one in
1: because that is that is just you got shitty because you misread the poster and thought that they were advertising for a trans driver. (laughs) Not that that would be a problem, but then it wasn't even for that, it was for a train driver. (laughs) That's fucking
0: hilarious. What the fuck? I hate the fact that she's the one who made Harry Potter. I know, right? That's, like,
1: another one of those, like, try and separate the author from the product type of deals, but, like, anytime
0: you buy Harry Potter... I still haven't bought Hogwarts Legacy just because I don't want to give her money. Yeah, no, that's fair.
1: I would highly suggest anyone, if you go to, if you want to read Harry Potter, go to any secondhand bookstore. Guarantee yes. you'll be able to find the whole set and no money goes to J.K. Rowling. Do it that
0: way. Best way possible, I love it.
1: Anyway, so, book! Yes! <laughs> we got there in this, the end! This month's book was the Ghost Stories as read by Stephen Fry and that was a really nice
0: book to just listen to. Yeah. But uh,
1: I, it, it was Stephen Fry.
0: The only downside of
2: that book is the fact that he has such a nice voice I had to fight not to sleep. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, same here. Going through all that, I didn't realise how short the actual Sleepy Hollow story was. I'd never actually read I it know, myself. Yeah. It's like, well, it's an eight-hour book and he's going through like nine stories. Like, holy shit. Some of these are just flash in the pan gone. Yeah. But a lot of... A lot of them were like that. It yeah. It was interesting. But, like, the... The horror and ghost stories that were in them like uh, stories that you could tell around a campfire with children or like the horror that was considered back then to what horrors like to to what we'd find creepy or scary now is like Mm. holy shit there's a difference I found a
0: lot of them weren't supernatural based either a lot of them ended Mm. up being people or just very like murderers and that kind of stuff. There was nothing really supernatural except for um, the doppelganger was the only one that kind of grazed a bit close to it. Uh,
1: there was the the one with the the dude who was killing the children. Yeah, yeah, he was trying. Supposedly to... Supposedly, uh, they were
0: murdered by ghosts. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, the the vengeful ghosts of children. Or the, um, um, the although
1: that one, the when he uh, described the the children well. outside the. Oh yeah, uh, yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah.
1: Um. When he described the children out the window, that was actually genuinely creepy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, it it was a... A lot of them have, like, a nice creep factor to them, and if you were listening to them like in a dark room with, like, a thunderstorm outside, with Stephen Fry's voice, like, oh, great. Yeah.
1: I mean, I I think the best one is is exactly the way John Doe said it. Like, these are perfect, like, sitting around the campfire, Yes. Yeah. And one night while a group of people were sitting around a campfire just like Much this. Just like this.
2: Where? The, sto- yeah. the stories you tell to, to creep the kids out before you send them to bed, before you crack the beers. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> but that didn't make them any less enjoyable. No. And Stephen Fry knew how to read them to give them the perfect inflection to just yeah. be good blissens.
0: Like, I love the fact that his retirement is just working for Audible now. Like, so
2: happy. These would these be really good stories, like, if you're. In, like, if you're into the whole Halloween thing, if you had a group of, like, say, kids or whoever you want to stand around carving pumpkins, just doing stupid Halloween shit, this would be perfect to put on in the background. Like, perfect listening to while you're carving a fucking pumpkin out, while you're decorating shit, putting it up. For me, I want to use it as an intro for my nieces and nephews into horror. Like, yeah, I'll, like because I got one not, not even who's so much horror as like uh, a little creepy, like a little like oh yeah, oh that that niggle on something. Ease, I'm worth a Ease them off. into it, like hmm. yeah, hmm. like
0: ease them into that kind of like view, definitely. Because <laughs> yeah, you know, one of them really loves books, and it's like yep, yeah, cool. At some point, you'll end up in like goosebumps because we have the entire collection somewhere. My sister loved it. Uh, and when you get to that point I give you the Stephen Fry thing you go and have fun
2: yeah, yeah. Like, a lot of the Goosebumps are more like uh, goofy horror yeah like something you can goofy laugh at whereas, that didn't yeah. stop me
1: enjoying all those books oh no I absolutely kid. not oh yeah but they,
2: they are like something you, you yeah. can find a lot of comedy in whereas there's mm. no comedy in these but the stories are light enough that you can listen to and like yeah they're not something you, you listen to the first story and go I need to turn this off like shit Yeah You're like Oh what's the next Definitely. one This is pretty fucking cool Yeah, yeah. I, I had to fight Not to listen to the entire thing In one hit It was. I very did listen to it in one hit I thought fuck I started <laughs> It was like This I, is I, happening It's done <laughs> I could yeah. not
1: listen to it In one hit Because I started
2: to fall asleep Yeah Like oh uh... And not from all... boredom
1: Just because Stephen
0: Fry Yeah, is yeah.
2: Right. Too... <laughs> His voice is straight out butter Like it's just Oh, yeah. oh. fucking hell <laughs> Yeah
0: Velvet into your ear holes Jesus uh, what was your favourite of the, the stories
1: though? I think because I remember it the most The, the one with the kids Because yeah. that, that descriptor when he, The one time The ghosts are, are visible it, It's like That was just such an evocative image It just sort of sits in
0: my head the- I, mean, I can't remember the actual name of it but It's the one with um, The
2: school uh, Inspector yeah, going around yeah, the with walls And he finds it, the, the body. Yeah, the, like, he keeps seeing uh, shadows or, like, yes. the kid walking across the road mm. and that kind of stuff. That yeah, one, yeah, that was that really one good. That one stood Among out to me pot. a lot. But, yeah. like, a lot of them, the, the bad guy got the come up, it's in the end by a lot of them. Yes. The only one that didn't have that was the one with the rats. Mm. Yeah. You go through that whole thing and when the villagers finally turn up, they just find the the body swinging, and everything else is back to normal. Not the yeah, mm. yeah. not everything else that, that had happened. That that one sort of stuck with me a little bit because that was one that sort of stuck, like felt a little more creepy. It's like oh fuck, like yeah. there there is yeah. no redemption for this place. It needs to be burnt mm. the fuck down and be done with. Yep, yeah. Whereas the others are like, by the time you got to the end of it, it's like. Well, there's been a either a redemption or a finality point.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, the other one that stuck out to me was The Door That Wouldn't Close. That, that one was one, pretty cool. I, I liked that because it was told it was written in such a way that it kept me going. It was like, Fuck, I wanna know what this is. Is it a person? Is it actually a ghost? What is happening? And yeah. I really enjoyed that
2: one. It like yeah. just the whole thought that like for something to be haunted, it doesn't need to be like that. Mm. Absolute horror, terror. It's just Mm. like, you can't keep this door closed. Uh, Even to the point where he chocks and goes, well, now I'm keeping you open. And that's when it slammed itself closed. Like, that's when it closed. And then it was open Mm. again. It's like... "Hmm." Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah.
1: I mean, I gotta say, like, a little bit of it was just, like, really cool, actually. Like, I've never read *Sleepy Hollow.
2: No. Yeah. That that was really fucking cool. But I've seen...
1: A lot of things riff it,
2: yeah. So mm-hmm.
1: it was kind of actually cool to go back and actually read
0: Yolo. Yeah, oh, absolutely.
2: Yeah, and it's I kind so of much want shorter Stephen Fry than Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah, I honestly, if I could get the entire Sherlock Holmes series read by Stephen Fry, I would buy that now. Oh, that would be amazing! <laughs> be fucking great. Hound of the Baskervilles, as by done by Stephen Fry, would fucking mint.
1: So I think we we all enjoyed uh, Stephen Fry, but I do believe. John Doe has
2: next one's book. Yeah. I do. Um, and this one can be found on Audible Plus. And it's not just one book. It's four books. But four books altogether is about the same length as one book that we'd normally listen to. And yeah. Yeah. it's the Murderbot Diaries. Which is just a fun name for one. But... Yeah. 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 The entire thing with it is fun.
1: And... I get, Like... I will admit I have read the Murderbot Diaries. It's it's mint. Like the main character is really good, the the way it's been written is fantastic. I it's a it's a great series. Um I can't say enough good things outside of the fact that book seven isn't on
2: Audible. Yeah. <laughs> so if you do continue beyond this point you'll need to search elsewhere for book seven. But uh, yeah, first four books are all on Audible Plus if you do want to listen to it. Yeah. Um, but a quick rundown of the blurb or the publisher summary: uh, the first book is called All Systems Red, uh, the the tense first science fiction adventure novella in Martha Wells' series, The Murderbot Diaries. Uh, for fans of Westworld, Ex Machina, um, there's a few other fucking series I got listed there. Uh, all Systems Red tackles questions of ethics of sentient robots. The main character is a deadly security droid that has bucked its restrictive programming and is balanced between contemplative self-discovery and an idle instinct to kill all humans. In a corporate-dominated space future, planetary missions must be approved and supplied by the company. Uh, exploratory teams are accompanied by a company-supplied company supplied security androids uh, for their own safety but in a society where contracts are awarded to the lowest bidder safety isn't a primary concern on a distant planet a team of scientists are conducting surface tests shadowed by the company supplied droid a self-aware sec unit that has hacked its own governor module and refers to itself but never out loud as Murderbot, bot uh, scornful of <laughs> humans and all it really wants to do is be left alone long enough to figure out who it is and watch its shows but when a neighboring mission goes dark, all the scientists and the murder bot uh, get to the truth. It's it fun. Like fun. I love it.
1: Like his, like one of the big gimmicks of the character is like he downloads T V shows to his hard drive mm. and any time like like there's there's like bits where he points out that he's like, I was idle for, you know, eight point six seconds, so I watched some T V.
2: Yeah. Nice. Oh, it sounds like fun! Oh, um, yeah, when he hacks his really governor good. drive, he overwrites the programming of it by uploading all of his that's his hard drive. That's where he saves all of his shit into his governor module. Nice. So, <laughs> it,
0: it, from what you have said it sounds very Bobbyverse for me, and I'm
2: going to enjoy it. It is uh, a little like Bobbyverse is yeah. very uh, split, like split characters. Yeah, but this is I really enjoy this singular character. Yeah, a yeah.
1: good a good uh, reference point. I would say, actually, would be Bender if he was serious.
0: Yeah. Ah, oh, fair. That'd work. I like
1: Cause, it. Because, you know, Bender has his, like, destroy all humans side. Yeah. But instead of it being, like, party animal, it's like, no, 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 can, can the fucking humans just shut up and do what I tell them?
2: Yeah. But C- no, C- Siri, in as much yeah. as it's capable, but also it doesn't want to do anything. just put, you be left the fuck alone to watch its shows and find something yeah. to do. But shit yep. keeps happening, and, it, and everything's in the fucking way. <laughs> I, I love. We could all like, like <laughs> deal with that. We all sympathise.
1: Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, great series. I'm I'm looking forward to hearing what you guys think about it. I don't want to say too much, hmm. um, but it's good. It's it's a good series of books, and the, having those first four be free and very bite sized so you can you know like a plane flight length. Yeah, um, yeah. That it's going to be good. Wonderful. Keen. Alright, we are well out past an hour, so uh, I think we need to wrap this one up. Yep. Y'all
3: have a good one.
0: Bye. See ya.